Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. performance secrets from NBA superstars. What a fascinating conversation with Alan Stein. And man, I loved that more than I thought I would. You know, I'm just not, I'm not a huge sports guy anymore. Although I used to be, it was like my whole life growing up as a kid was Chicago Bulls. But what a tremendous conversation. If you didn't listen, go back and listen. It's fantastic. I'm going to share with you some of my highlights. If you didn't pick this up, Alan, was a skills trainer for NBA superstars. And I'm talking superstars, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. This guy was in the gym working with them and you know has written a book and started as a speaking career, sort of talking about it. And, and so I'm going to share with you my three top takeaways from the interview of what hit me and also what I've been, how I interpret and internalize all these conversations. And the first one is really from Kobe Bryant. So it's coming from Kobe Bryant by way of Alan, but Kobe said something so important. He said, the best never get bored with the basics. The best never get bored with the basics. And from somebody that was so spectacular as a player, as a performer, as Kobe Bryant, to hear him say that is moving to me and it's inspiring to me and it's validating for me and it's edifying for me because I agree with that. The best don't get bored with the basics because the basics are what hold everything up. Really, I I would say the people who are the best are the best because they're the best at the basics. They're not the best at the exceptional. They're not the best at the flashy. They're not the best at the extraordinary. They're brilliant at the basics. And that's the thing to ask yourself. Are you brilliant at the basics? Are you like, are you brilliant? Are you executing the fundamentals? Are you doing the things consistently that need to be done to grow your business? And and when I think of like sales, right? I go, referrals are the basics. It's the fundamentals, but it's the only thing you need. Like, are you asking for referrals in your business? If you are, you're probably succeeding or you will be soon. 
when, when you look at marketing and you go, are you putting out content consistently in many different places, right? Our content diamond formula that we teach, are, are you following that? Are you doing it consistently? If you're trying to be a speaker, are you speaking consistently? Are you on podcast interviews consistently? Are you being brilliant at the basics? And personal branding is no different. Like these are the things every single weekend and week out. I got to create a video. I got to create a podcast. Our team's got to run a production schedule to just keep things going. We got to drive leads. Our sales team has to show up. They have to you know, have conversations. They have to follow up. They have to close. We have to onboard new people. Like we have to, we get to, we get to do all those things. And if, if the basics are good enough for Kobe Bryant, the basics are good enough for me. They should be good enough for you. And it's it's the secret. It's the truth. Like, here's the irony is I think people look at superstars and they go to superstars thinking, if I could just get access to this superstar, then they'll teach me the secrets. There's some hidden playbook that we're looking for. We, we convince ourselves that, that there's something that they know that we don't know. And if we could know what they know, then all of a sudden everything would be unlocked. And there is a secret that they know that we don't know. The secret is there isn't a secret. There isn't a secret. The secret is to be brilliant at the basics. Or as Kobe says, the best don't get bored with the basics. And so they're not chasing flashy. They're not chasing fancy. They're not, they're not chasing the spectacular. They're mastering, dominating, and becoming brilliant at the basics. And so the question is, are you? Am I? Are we? What are the basics in your business? And are you dominating them? Are you mastering them? That was just so, so powerful for me. The second takeaway from that conversation with Alan was when he said, these ultra performers, these superstar athletes have an amazing blend between confidence and humility. Confidence and humility. And I totally agree with that. I've seen the same thing over and over with ultra performers that I've been around in my life. And people think they, they get this mixed up. This is an important distinction. And it's a balance that you need to understand that, that confidence and humility are not at odds with one another. Confidence is not the opposite of humility. Pride is. Pride is the opposite of humility. Like being prideful, that's more about who you're doing it for right? To me, confidence is the way you're doing it. But pride is who you're doing it for. And so when, when you have confidence, the way you're, it's the way you're doing it. You're doing it bold. You're doing it aggressive. You're doing it assertive. You're doing it with fire. You're doing it with passion. You're, you're all in, you're leaning into it. You're utilizing and accessing and withdrawing and leveraging and pulling and investing every asset you have into to what you're doing, the way you're doing it and doing it well. Pride is totally different. Pride is who you're doing it for. Pride, prideful and being prideful is like, I'm doing it for me. I'm number one. I want everyone to see you know, how great I am. To me, that's pride. And that's the opposite of humility. But I think people, especially if, if I may say, I think Christians are, are an interesting subgroup of people who struggle with this. At least I can speak for myself as a Christian, right? Because it's like the meek inherit shall inherit the earth and, and humility is valued. And so it almost feels like if I'm being confident, I'm somehow being unholy. I'm being unspiritual or I'm not, I'm being less Christian. 
but I don't see those at conflict at all. At least not now I've been able to reconcile. I do see pride as being an issue because pride is doing it for me, showing the world, look at me, look how awesome I am. Y'all need to respect me. You need to bow down to me. And pride is a massive problem because it is in conflict with the first commandment of like no other gods before me, where it's like humility is my life is in service of God and my life is in service of the people around me. It's not about elevating me. So I can be humble and extraordinarily confident at the same time. I can be bold and humble. I can be confident and meek. I can be aggressive and assertive and still be holy. But pride is different. Pride is like I'm taking up the space of the most important, of the most high. And that's a problem. And that's different even than than taking pride in your work. I think that's different than being prideful. So these players probably take pride in their work, but they're not prideful. It's not, look at me, I'm the best, I'm the man, y'all bow down, but they are extremely confident. I can take that shot. I've practiced this thousands of times. I loved, I loved when Alan said this in the interview. He said, if you hadn't seen how many times Steph Curry had taken these millions of shots in an empty gym, you wouldn't be as impressed when he makes 12 threes in a game, right? It's, you know, for most of us, like, oh my gosh, 12 threes, this is in a game, this is superhuman. But you go, nah, he's like hitting 12 threes in an hour all the time because he's shooting millions and millions and millions of shots. It wouldn't seem that like, just wouldn't be that much of a superhero because it's like, it's, it's more like muscle memory. And so- I think that's what's really cool is you can be confident and bold, but you can also have the humility to put in the work and and focus on the basics and to keep practicing. And I loved when he was telling the story about how Kobe was, most players are working out once a day. The best are working out twice. Kobe's working out three times a day. He's leaving his first workout by the time people show up. And it's like, he realized that if I do that every day, no one will ever catch me. Like, over the course of a day, it doesn't add up to much. Over the course of a, of a week, it doesn't add up maybe to much. But over the course of a season, two seasons, five seasons, you know, a decade, it adds up so much. So this blend of confidence and humility, you can have both. They're not competing. They're totally reconcilable. And you need both. At least this is a high-performing secret of NBA superstars, according to Alan, which I concur with. <laughs> Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. And then the third one, actually, I thought was super relevant, especially for personal brands. Now, at Brand Builders Group, I think there's sort of three core audiences that we serve. I think of them as experts, entrepreneurs, and executives. So experts are like speakers, coaches, trainers. Entrepreneurs are people who are more like professional service providers or direct salespeople or just, you know, they have some type of business and they're they're not selling a product related to their expertise per se. They're They're just driving leads for their existing product or their existing business. And then you have executives who are mostly on the hunt for a raise or promotion 
or maybe getting hired at some other company or, or just industry visibility. But when I look at the expert portion of our audience, speakers, coaches, and coaches specifically, this was super relevant because I asked Alan, I said, you know, are you ever like insecure that, that you're coaching the best players in the world? Like clearly they're better than you are and yet they're receiving coaching from you. And I loved what he said as he said, I knew they were better players than me and they knew they were better players than me, but that doesn't exclude me from being able to add value to what they're working on, right? Like that doesn't exclude me from being able to help them. And that was a really powerful and an important moment because, you know, a lot of you, if you're coaches or speakers, it's like, you don't necessarily have to have done something at the level or to the full extent that somebody else has. You need to be an expert. You need to have results. You need to know what you're doing, but you can still add tremendous value. So first of all, there's there's that, right? You can still add value. But the other part that hit me was going, there's a big difference between being the world's greatest player and being the world's greatest coach. There's a big difference between being the world's greatest player and the world's greatest coach. They're not the same thing. Many, most, nearly all of the world's greatest players were never the world's greatest coach. In fact, in all of professional sports, it's extremely rare where a player wins a championship as both a player and then goes on to win a championship as, as a head coach. Now, I, I looked this up a little bit and it's, it actually has happened more often than I not, specifically in basketball. In football, it's like Mike, Mike Ditka and Tom Flores and um, like Gary Kubiak. There's only a few in football where the, they won a Super Bowl as a player, but then also won a championship as a coach. And specifically as a superstar, like I wouldn't, I don't, I hope he wouldn't mind. I, I wouldn't think of Gary Kubiak as a superstar player. He was a great player. I was Denver Broncos, right? I was a Broncos fan. So I, I, I watched Kubiak, but a great coach and an amazing Hall of Fame career. But Mike Dicka, I would say, was, you know, superstar and one as a coach. But that's very, very rare. Now in the NBA, Steve Kerr did it. You know, of course, won championships with the Bulls and then also won as a, as a coach. And Phil Jackson has done it, but mostly as a coach. I think nine rings as a coach and two as a player. And again, I wouldn't think of him as a superstar player, but he is one of the greatest coaches of all time. And I didn't know this, but Patrick Riley won a championship as a player and then also as a coach. But Bill Russell was a superstar player and also won championships as a coach. But outside of like those, there weren't a ton like it doesn't happen that often. And, and and even when it does, it doesn't, it doesn't exclude this point here that there's a difference between being the greatest player or one of the world's greatest players and one of those greatest coaches. And it's very rare and hard and not necessary to be both. And I think about this at brand builders group, right? Like, you know, we're coaching many of the biggest personal brands in, in the world, right? I, I'm, or coaching, advising, you know, being their strategist, I guess is the technical term, but like, Ed Milet's got way more followers than we do. He makes a lot more money than we do. He sold a lot more books than his launch than we did, but he's humble enough to invite in somebody like us because we know something about it. And you take his reach, his reputation. I mean, his the success of his book launch is because of him. I mean, there was a whole team that helped him. We were part of that team, but it was really because of of him, but yeah, our system helped. Yeah. We coached him through it. Yeah. We, we have a process that really made a difference. And of course he's been super generous and, and grateful, 
publicly about that. And it just shows you that going, hey, I've never performed in terms of in some of those metrics as, as the way that he has. He allows me to speak into that. Lewis Howes, same thing. Eric Thomas, Tom and Lisa Bilyeu. We're getting more and more. We're working with these very, very like high profile clients because we get really good results. And we the word is spreading that what we do actually works and it's ethical and it's honest and all that stuff. So personally, I experienced this. Now, I think I've performed in many ways. Like if you say personal branding, you know, speaking author, there's many ways that I've I've been a great player. I don't know if I would say superstar. I mean, a Hall of Fame speaking and, and New York Times bestselling author are, I mean, I guess very legitimate things, but it doesn't matter. The point is for you, if even if you've never been the greatest player, you've never been a superstar, you can still add value. Like Alan, who I was interviewing, he's not going to be in the NBA Hall of Fame, yet he's coaching some of the best players in the history of the game because he knew the game really well and he was a great coach. I just hope if you ever have that sort of imposter syndrome of like, ah, you know, am I qualified to coach entrepreneurs who do better than me? You go, well, sure, you might be, you might not be, but you might be if you have legitimate insights that can help them, even if you've never been to that level yourself. Now, that said, I really pride myself and AJ really prides herself. We pride ourselves as a culture, a brand builders group that we teach people to do things that we do and that we have done. So we're not teaching someone like Ed Milet something that we haven't done ourselves or tried out. It's just, we're teaching of something that we know that we know works. And then because of who he is and his reputation and his reach and his trust and all of his other relational capital and all the other assets that he has, it's just a bigger result on a, on a grander scale. So it's just kind of a balance, right? But like, don't feel that imposter syndrome that just because someone's older than you or you think somehow smarter than you, or maybe they make more money than you, or they have a bigger business than you, it doesn't exclude you from being able to add value to what they're doing just in and of itself. And then also going, well, yeah, the greatest players don't hire the other greatest players to teach them. They hire the greatest coaches. So you go, maybe I'm not the greatest player, but I'm going to focus on being one of the greatest coaches who's ever been in this profession. That's awesome, right? I mean, Phil Jackson has nine rings as a coach. I think it's nine and two as a player. And it's like, people think of him as a coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Like he's coaching Michael Jordan, Kobe, Shaq, incredible. So just keep that in mind. And again, this points to how insecurity and self-doubt is always, you only feel those things when you're thinking about yourself. You don't think about them when you're when you're thinking about other people. When you're just going, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. I'm here to add value to you. I'm here to make a difference in, in your career, in your life. I'm not worried about what you think of me or what my credentials are. I am here focused on you. I'm here to help you. That is a part of the essence of what makes a great coach even, and especially at the superstar level. So thank you for being here. Thank you for the honor of allowing us, me, AJ, our team at Brand Builders Group to speak in your life. It, it's preaching to the choir here by by definition. You're here listening. It's a sign of, of humility and coachability and also hopefully confidence and boldness to go chase your dreams and knock them down and do the work it takes to make them a reality. So share this podcast with someone who you know, who's a sports fan, who's also thinking about 
building their business or they're an entrepreneur or building their personal brand, this is a great one, both the recap and the interview with Alan. Make sure you go follow Alan on social and leave him a comment, send him some love. Just say hi, let him know you heard him here on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. We'll catch you next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.